This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. What's wrong with men? He says women only want sex from him. I'm sexy as hell. And he's just tired of it. I don't pay for meals. I feel like it's the woman's job. If you want a beautiful man on your arm. You're disgusting. You may have good looks. Your personality makes you ugly. Wow. Where do you find these women? That's what I want to know. Where? You're one of them. You just don't know it. And the number one reason why men don't get married? Why do you suppose all of these women would line up in the rain? I had a feeling this would happen when we asked the question all women seem to really want to answer. What's wrong with men? Now, I asked Time Magazine writer and columnist and comedian Joel Stein to go do a little research on this age-old dilemma to solve the mystery of what really makes men tick. He's going to share the results with us. Let's go get started. This is going to be a changing day in your life. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. Here we go. I want you to get excited about your life. Four, three, let's do it. Don't you wish men came with a manual? So, what do you think's wrong with men? Well, sweetheart, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. But, um... Yeah. Um, Katie next to you would like to speak with you about her husband, Mike. Oh, yeah, this is Mike? Yeah. Hi. Mike right. won't help around back, the house. Buddy. He what? He won't help around the house. I mean, like, what's up with that? So she'd like to talk to you about him. Well, even I help around the house. But I'm sure Mike has a different version of the story that you heard, Robin. Exactly. I guarantee you there's more to this. We're going to uncover what's really going on with the two of them during the show. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, now first off, I really want to find out what women do think is wrong with men. 
So I asked Time Magazine writer and comedian Joel Stein to go to the streets of Hollywood to gather some research for me. Take a look. Hey, Dr. Phil, uh, Joel Stein here. I've left the warm, cozy offices to come to the cold, rainy streets of Hollywood to ask women what they really think of men. All right, who wants to talk to me? Lay it on me, what's wrong with men? Men don't stay faithful. They're cheaters. Some are lazy. Men are just forgetful. You can talk, talk all win. you want. Five minutes later, they have no idea what you just said. Hey, what? What is wrong with my gender? Men are very sloppy and just lazy. It's hard to get them to clean up. It's hard to get them to cook. It's not laziness. Those are just women's work. What? They're not necessarily looking for like relationships. Or they just want sex. You could say that. So we should focus less on looks and sex and more on what else is there? Service is important to me. Service. Service, like fill my car up with gas, will ya? I don't want to have to make the to-do list. I should figure out what you need done and do it before you ask. That one liked me. So what do you think about boys? Come on. Weird, they're weird. <laughs> Go off, tell me. Better cheap users, they try to outplay the gay players. I wrote a poem about how men are cheap. It's called Cheap Ass. Why don't you just spend all the money you have to take it to that beach in Hawaii? I want the sand to get into our hearts. Next. They're becoming too needy. They're becoming less masculine. Yes. We should up the not listening, cold part of ourselves. Yes. I want you to focus on me like every man who's done something horrible in the past. Demasiado sensitivos, están locos, nunca abren la puerta y solo se quieren ir a acostar con cualquiera. I don't speak any Spanish, but that is the most sense any of you have ever made today. Tell me, what's wrong with men? I don't think they have respect for women, and that's the biggest problem. Oh, I cannot listen to any more of these women. All right, who wants to hear me complain? <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like even in the pouring rain, women didn't hesitate to stand in line to complain about men. You didn't get many takers when you changed the sign, did you, Joel? No, that pretty much ended the day right there. Now, you said several things that I thought were interesting. You say that most of the attractive women said men were too sensitive? Yeah, most women told me, of course, that men don't listen and that we don't express our feelings and we don't do enough around the house. But for some reason, the women that maybe I found attractive were the ones who said men weren't manly enough and that we should go back to our you know, prescribed gender roles. So it was very confusing for me, but I tended to listen to those women. <laughs> so did you learn anything that you didn't know? Because I mean, we all know what women say they think. I'm not sure right, that right. that's stereotypically, but what'd you learn? I, wore, I learned not to wear two tones of brown at the same time. Yeah. I, so I, I wore pink today because I was told I needed some color. The last thing I would ever do is criticize my wife's wardrobe. Right. Because when they ask the question, do I look nice in this? Does this make me look fat? That's not a question. No, no, I, this came up, of course. And women said that you can't just say they look good or that their, their butt looks good. You have to get really into it and really express how you feel about it. Like, they just don't want to hear that they don't look fat. They want to hear exactly why they don't look fat. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. you're preaching to the choir. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and what's more, you have to say it quickly. I mean, because I've learned if this is the threshold of the door, when her toe passes the midway point, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You got to see her coming in the door. Oh, you look nice today. Well, thank you. Thank you. If she gets in the room because you're washing your face, you're supposed to see through the towel. <laughs> True? That is pretty much truth. true. <laughs> that is true. You do look great, though. Well, thank you. <laughs>
All right, we're gonna talk more about this throughout the show. Thousands of women wrote in to tell me what they think is wrong with men. I picked three that I thought just really kind of exemplified or typified what a lot of the complainants had to say. Shannon, Emily, and Carol Dean. Take a look. I have a whole laundry list of stuff that just pisses me off about what men do. Men are just nasty. They have trash. They can't even walk two feet away and throw it in the trash can. Is that too hard for you? I hate men. Liars. Why do so many men lie? What happened to men who opened doors, pulled out chairs, who at least offered to get the bill? One of the things that I think is the hardest to deal with these days is a little bit of a double standard. Here I am, a strong, independent woman, but if I need to get my special needs met, if I want to have a <clears throat> booty call, by the time the guy's eating his Pop-Tart in the morning, the whole town already knows what flavor it was. So that's a little bit of an issue. I'm a whore. He's a stud. That's not good. Okay. Now, so I'm glad y'all are here, I think. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Let, let me start with you. You kind of have a chip on your shoulder about men. I think I might have actually a few chips on my shoulder. Yeah, about I think men. so. I actually made some notes. You say they're habitual liars and have mental disorders. <laughs> All of us have mental disorders? Not you, of course, Dr. Phil, not you. Isn't she cute? <laughs> I, I knew I was going to like you. Now, what do you mean mental disorders? Well, I don't know um, if it's just me, but see, I'm here to figure this out, too. Um, I meet a lot of guys who are crazy. I have an ex-boyfriend who's schizophrenic, and, well, at least that's what he said, but he told so many lies, I don't know which one is the truth. Now, I'm no psychologist, but habitual lying is usually a sign of mental disorder, and I'm just... <laughs> stuck on believing that they all have some type of Well, you are kind of a psychologist. You said you, your diagnosis is they're nutty as fruitcakes. <laughs> that is correct. Now, what is the cookie theory? It's just like the children's book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. For those who are not familiar, if you give a mouse a cookie, there's a little boy and a mouse. The mouse asks for a cookie. Then the mouse wants milk. Then he wants a napkin. Then the mouse is sleeping in your bed. Well, <laughs> men are the mouse in this story. Well, a man would be the mouse. You give him a cookie. So, uh, Emily, you're not much better about this. No. And I quote, lots of issues with men, but basically men just suck. Yeah, they overall do. Yes. So why do you say that? Oh, I've, I've dated so many men and it's just, it always ends up a useless battle. It's just, it, they're, they're worthless half the time. I'm, I mean, I can, there's... All the good men are taken or non-existent. Okay, so you say they're all wacko. You say they just all Useless. suck, worthless. Yeah, have you, have you noticed that y'all seem to be the common denominator in all of these relationships? I mean, maybe you're just bringing out the bad. Well, we can't find the good, so that's all that we have to work with here. All right, Carol Dean, what do you think about all of this? You say they just don't listen. They, they just don't listen, but I also think... I mean, I'm not a man-hater, but I just think that chivalry's dead. I mean, you seem to be a dying breed, Dr. Phil. You need to have a boyfriend boot camp and see if we can get him more like you. Well, what can I say? But you date guys. What do you find? What, what's the biggest frustration? Uh, <laughs> I just think men don't know how to treat women anymore. They, they don't pick up the tab. They don't... They don't plan the date. They just 
uh, they kind of expect us to mother them and take care of them. And I think you treat your wife like a queen, and then she, in turn, treats you like a king. And that's sort of how it should be. You know, you go out and hunt and gather, and she'll take care of the house. You said you went on one date, and the guy stared at the check for 30 minutes? You mean before he picked it up, or he picked it up and went into shock? <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't even an expensive tab. We both just kind of sat. There was that uncomfortable moment, and, well, am I going to get it, or are you going to get it, or what's going to happen here? And I think I actually finally picked up the tab so we could go home, because they were closing the restaurant. Ew. So this was a date? The last one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Did he ask you for a date? Yes, he did. Am I just old-fashioned, or is that not right? Joel, don't guys, I mean, aren't, you're younger, but I mean, don't guys still pick up the check? Yeah, well, if you ask someone out, it seems like it's be your responsibility. Well, and have a plan, have a restaurant, have a reservation. Didn't have a reservation at the restaurant. You said you drove to six restaurants before you could get in because yeah. he didn't plan ahead. He didn't plan ahead. And of course, he was late picking me up, which is a total pet peeve. You know, it just, don't you Showed have Showed a plate, had no reservations, yeah. made you pay. Well, he gave you a ride home. Lucky me. <laughs> Barely. All right, up next. We're going to hear from some self-proclaimed jerks. Now, one guy says 90% of his dates are one-night stands, and another says it's not his fault he's so good-looking and women love him. We'll be right back. Well, today we're answering the question, what's wrong with men? Now, I assume that's at least hypothetical. I mean, maybe there's nothing wrong with men. Shannon, Emily, and Carol Dean are all single and looking for love. Now, interestingly enough, these three women are not man-haters. They say they're just being realistic. In fact, y'all enjoy men, right? You like men. You're actually looking for somebody to share with. So they're not like necessarily man-haters. I'm not so sure about Shannon, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But it seems they've encountered more Mr. Wrongs than Mr. Right. So they came to me looking for answers to their man questions. Because I'm a nice guy, right? <laughs> ah. uh, Shannon asked me why men are less willing to settle down these days. Now, according to a Rutgers University study, the number one reason why men don't get married is because they can have sex without getting married. Now, I've asked some self-proclaimed jerks, now this, this is their term, not mine, to help these ladies understand their point of view. So first up, 28-year-old Christopher, who says he's the king and deserves to be treated like one. I feel like I'm God's gift to women, you know, for a lot of reasons. I'm sexy as hell, which is a fact. I am six foot three, 245 pounds. That's a lot of sexiness to handle. When I walk past a woman, I have confidence. Women love confident men. Women have come up to me, told me how beautiful I am. I really don't need pickup lines. I definitely know I'm at an advantage because of my looks. Women will just do anything to get a guy like me on their arm. I take anywhere from two to two and a half hours to get ready before I hit the clubs. I'm gonna have to get dressed and I'm gonna take y'all with me. We're gonna pick something real nice and sexy out to tantalize the ladies. Okay, I'm just getting started. Then we have 27-year-old K.O. who says that women, let's face it, they're just easy to manipulate. I have a confidence that most guys don't have. I think it's just a gift from God. I've been laughed at, like, growing up, but I've always carried 
a slight arrogance about myself and it's done wonders. I'm not misleading them. I'm honest about myself and what it is that I do. I'm just making them comfortable and that all goes back to them being naive. Women are insecure by nature and they are looking for that security blanket and I'm able to give that to them. I don't plan on driving a minivan anytime soon. <laughs> well, also joining us is uh... Also joining us is KO's friend, Marcus, who says women go from zero to hell in four seconds. <laughs> now, <laughs> Marcus, what do you mean by that? Uh, just, you know, one day or one second, uh, everything is going really well, and then the next, it's uh, flipped very quickly. Yeah. It was a good day, and now all of a sudden, it's a very bad day in a span of four seconds. Yeah, do you do anything to bring that on? No. 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 You were making a lot of faces when Christopher was talking about just being so good looking that women just use him for sex and hit on him and all. What, what, what do you think? If I can describe the way I was feeling, like my heart almost stopped beating. That's because I'm so beautiful. <laughs> now I will give you this, you are handsome, you. but Appreciate what that. you did not know, I'm gonna inform you of this today. When God made one attractive man, he didn't shut down the factory. There are many more. So what do you say to that, Christopher? I never claim to be the only sexy man. I'm just one. But all I'm saying... I'll give you that. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you like women? I love women, absolutely. Do you have, like, long-term relationships, or do they kind of come and go? They come and go. Uh, what I usually do around the holidays, sometimes I like to settle down with about three women and do, because it's, no, it's, more, of a, it's more of a family time. I kind of get, I kind of get, you know, a little, a little choked up around that time. And, and so I narrow it down. I narrow my options down during the holidays. So it's family time. Absolutely. It's family time. So you get a family of women <laughs> and you settle down. You know? But Carol Dean thinks that men just don't step up are you chivalrous? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, one of the things I heard her say is I, I don't come right off the bat pay for meals, though. That I, I, I don't do. Um, I feel like it's the woman's job. If they want to take a man out, take him out. If you, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. If you want a, if you want a beautiful man on your arm, what's the, what's the harm in paying for a man? Do you date beautiful women? I don't date beautiful women. Ah, oh, you want to be the pretty one in the relationship. Absolutely. Where do you find these women? That's what I want to know. Where? You're one of them. You just don't know it. K.O., you don't even pretend to be chivalrous, right? I'm very chivalrous. Pardon me? I'm very chivalrous. Really? Because yeah. you basically kind of put women down and make them feel insecure. You're one of those alpha male trained sort of... I don't put them down. I don't make them feel insecure. I just approach women that may be insecure and try to provide that security blanket for them. Well, you described yourself as a jerk, inconsiderate, manipulator, player, or at least a wannabe player. That's how I get stereotyped. Yeah. But you guys were talking about uh, paying for meals. I always pay for meals. I always have a good time, like, on my Maybe dates, whenever we're... Because the two of you get along but, but, no, no, no. <laughs> All right. At the same time, I see Christopher's argument. If he's being asked out, why should he be required to pay? But do you respect those women that you go out with? I mean, don't you have that whole hunt and gather thing in your soul? 
I, I gather a lot. I gather a lot. So. You're picking on the pathetic women so you can just take them out and use them as your little toy. They know what and, they want. And have sex with them, they which know is what they want. disgusting. Those women know what they want. Disgusting. You're disgusting. And you know what? You may, you may have good looks right here, but you don't have good looks on the inside. Your personality makes you ugly. Well, you're saying that because he's being candid about this. If you met him out on the street, he wouldn't necessarily... I wouldn't dare ask him out. I wouldn't ask any of these guys out. They asked me out. Why should I lower my standards and, and be pathetic for a man? All right, I got to take a break. Then we're going to come back and continue this conversation. Now, you want to increase your guy cue? Log on to drphil.com and take my fact or fiction quiz about men. Fact or fiction. All men think about is sex. When we come back, I'm going to give you a real answer to that question. We'll be right back. Women are emotional, that's just the way it is. Women let their emotions dictate who they're gonna date, for how long they're gonna date, but for guys, we're way more stable. We think a lot more clearly, we judge the situation clearly. If a woman is cute, we know what to do with her, and if she's just gonna be uh, a date for one time, then that's what we do with her. If she's gonna be someone that is long-term, we know that right off the bat. We don't let emotions guide us. We are creatures of a sound mind and we make good decisions. And that's all this is. Well, that was Christopher. And I'm not sure that uh, that's a consensus position in this room uh, today. He says women only want sex from him and he's just tired of it. <laughs> I hate it for you. I hate it for you, Christopher. Um, so, and I, I know how you feel. That's, uh, so, that brings me back to my question, fact or fiction, all men ever think about is sex. Now, Shannon and Emily think that that's a fact, but the truth is they're wrong, it's fiction. And I'll tell you why it's fiction. The truth is, and, and it changes as, as men get a little older, but once men hit like 30, 31, 32, 33, they really start thinking about trying to get a long-term relationship and settle down. K.O., I'm interested in, in how you define putting women down. Because I said, you basically are kind of an alpha male put-down artist. And you said, no, 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 I don't do that. But yet you told us in your interview, quote, it feels good to make them feel inadequate. I insult them. I humiliate them. Did I read that right? I don't know. I don't know what you're reading. I think you got the wrong card. No. <laughs> I have done things to women that I am ashamed of. And, but at the same time, I'm, at, I'm not at that point that I want a relationship. Do you say I'm not really looking for long term? No, I don't. You just kind of leave it? Yeah. I, do. I mean, I'm going out looking to have a good time right now. I'm not looking to settle down. And... 90% of the time, like the video showed. I mean, whether that's a one-night stand or whatever that may bring on, that's usually what it is. You can be forthright about that going into it. Then everybody can make their own choices and everybody's well, strong. But you create that insecurity when you go into it like everybody's happy and you have an ulterior motive. If that's who you are, great, more power to you. But you go into whatever situation putting that on the table. Look, I'm not looking for a long-term relationship, but if you want to have fun with me, that's who I am. Then everybody can make their own decision and everybody's happy. 
But you, if you create that kind of insecurity that they think that there's something else there and that's what you're putting out there, then that's not really fair. And that creates the insecurity in the girl. It just feeds it. Are you actually out there looking for, only looking for a long term or do I, you ever I'm go not, just for fun? I, yeah, I'm not looking for anything. I, I mean, I think if it, if it happens, great. And I'm dating and, and that would be my long term goal. But I don't go on a date and go, are you the one? You know, and start planning the wedding. I date a guy when I'm dating him, especially it's like a first date or something. If, if I'm getting clues that they're useless... I'm, I'm not going to go on a second date with them. There's no need to continue wasting my what time in there. What makes useless? I don't get oh, that. Oh, I mean, if, if we're not clicking, if, we're, if he doesn't have a job, if he doesn't pay for the meal. So apparently you wouldn't get a second date. So you wouldn't get a first date, actually, because I wouldn't ask you out, so you wouldn't get that first date. But are you, are you using men then? Are you saying they gotta, they got to have a job, they got to pay for the meal, because they got to be able to take care of me? No, I don't need to be taken care of. I take care of myself. Just fine. I take care of myself and my daughter. I'm all for independent women. Well, it sounds like you're putting all men down as a whole. It sounds like you're stereotyping all of us under like I one cloud. I that's, that's not my intentions because there are some decent ones out there. I don't think you would be one, but I think there are some. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of finding them. So, well, no, what's, what's, what's offensive to your sensibilities about K.O.? Because I could see you guys together. I mean, don't you think? No. I mean, really, don't they kind of look like they could be together? No, we don't. Really? I think she's a beautiful girl, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think she's very fond of so me. So what's offensive to you? What's offensive to you about him? Well, first off, he says he puts women down. I mean, why do you have to do that? You shouldn't have to run anyone down. There, there's, no, there's no reason for it. There's no excuse to put anyone down. It's Jokingly, I'm not, it doesn't make okay, me feel good. We're just now, joking now you're around. taking some steps back. Huh? huh? Back yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> back I'm just down. saying what I do. That's it's just joking with women, just having a good time. I mean, okay, it's not joking like, is completely different. Everyone wants a great sense of humor, guy. But I mean, you made it sound like you're just like a badass. So maybe y'all could go out and yuck it up. All right. Well, we're going to keep drilling down on this. I want to know what really people think and and why. And and so what happens when you do get married? Because let me tell you, marriage is not a date, okay? On a date, you take two and a half hours to get ready, and that's the man. But what happens when you get them home and you unwrap them? The hunt is over, the chase is over, the conquest is done, whether it's male or female doing the conquering, and you're there just settling in. Well, we're going to meet Katie, who says her husband, Mike, has gone a little beyond relaxed. She says he's broken, and she wants to know how to fix him. She doesn't have the man manual, so maybe I can give her a few suggestions, and we'll let these guys weigh in on what they think they would be like once they got in that long-term relationship. We'll be right back. He doesn't find me anything. No birthday presents, no Valentine's Day, no Mother's Day anniversary. I mean, I don't even get a card. Nothing. It's always, you never buy me flowers. I need my cards. Dr. Phil, I need your help so that my wife can stop nagging. Okay, he won't bring her flowers, he won't buy her cards, he won't ever take out the trash. Mike says his wife Katie nags, 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 nags about everything so much, why should he do any of it? 
I think I'm a good wife and the only thing that I'm asking in return is that my husband be a little romantic. The first thing, flowers. I honestly can count on one hand the number of times in our six years of marriage that I've gotten flowers. Secondly, I never get any time for myself. I would like a break too sometimes. How about I get a girl's night out? Another thing that he does, he doesn't buy me anything. No birthday presents, no Valentine's Day, no Mother's Day anniversary. I mean, I don't even get a card, nothing. Okay, this is my husband's office. I'm doing something for the Dr. Phil show on how unromantic you are in our relationship. Oh my goodness. I'm sure you already got a sob story then. Um, if she wouldn't nag as much about the flowers and the cards, it's always, you never buy me flowers. I need my cards. So she never lets me be spontaneous. So I, I don't know what she's talking about. He does know what I'm talking about, Dr. Phil. <laughs> so tell Dr. Phil that you want his help, that you need his help. Dr. Phil, I need your help so that my wife can stop nagging. Um, do you nag all the time? I wouldn't have to if he'd do it spontaneously. That wasn't the question. <laughs> I don't think I nag. I think, you don't think you nag? No, after my birthday, I'll say, you know, it was my birthday. I didn't get anything. Well, I don't up to your birthday, you, you're, I need some cards. You got to give me some flowers. My birthday's coming up. But then it's not spontaneous. So I can't come home and surprise her. And then, and then she, you know, expects it. And so I can't be spontaneous. Okay, so you're only not getting her presents and cards because she's nagging you. If she didn't do that you'd be all over it. Is that, is that the story you're Absolutely, spilling? absolutely. I don't think so. <laughs> why don't you get her presents? I mean, seriously. It's, if it's not because she nags you, why, why do you not do it? You just don't care about that kind of thing? And, and maybe that's it. You know, I, it, growing up, my dad was never into birthdays or Father's Day or Christmas. You know, it wasn't a big deal for him. And maybe I should realize that for her, this is a big deal. So I... Because listen, look, I, I'm totally getting you here. I, I don't see the big deal about like Valentine's Day. It's, and it doesn't matter what the holiday is. About two weeks before, Robin will come to me and say, okay, now I just want to tell you the most important day of the year to me is Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, I mean, is this what, do you not? I, I'm really just trying to help you. You know, I'm here for you, and I know that that's what you need to hear. So I'm only trying to help you, and then, of course, help me, but I'm doing it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want, you, want a, you want a present. You want an acknowledgement. Yes, an acknowledgement would be nice. You, you want some romance. Yes. Okay, so are you romantic? I think so. Valentine's Day, I cook dinner. We don't go out because restaurants are crowded anyways. And the kids and I decorated the house last year for Valentine's Day. And we, I cooked a steak dinner. So I think I try to do things that are romantic. Well, he says you don't, like, do your hair or spruce up, that you don't clean the house up, that you don't do anything that you used to do. <laughs> Anything that you used to do when y'all were dating, you don't do that anymore. You just walk around and bitch. I have four kids. 
all under the age of six. You so, had four kids. Four kids. So Ida may not have time and to do my hair and my makeup. She, it was, she, she, she wanted all of them. Oh, well, I, I, I love my kids. But she made the choice to have them when we had them. It takes two okay, to tango. Okay, now you just said, look, look over your shoulder. You get a better, better picture back here. Okay, it's, you just have them because she wanted them. <laughs> when we had them, like at the, t- the timing. Yeah. Boy, it must be really busy over at the yeah. sperm bank or something because <laughs> apparently he had nothing to do with this. Yeah. All right, I gave Mike and Katie a special assignment with a video camera. No, it's not what you think. <laughs> they had to independently document what really bothers them about the others. So coming up, we're going to see what they caught on tape. Closed captioning provided by. If you want to be in the audience for season seven, get on drphil.com, click on be in the audience, or call 323-461-PHIL, 323-461-7445. We'll see you in the audience. Well, today we're discovering what is really wrong with men. Now, I, we could do a What's Wrong With Women show, and maybe we'll do that next week. Uh, we found out that single men don't really want to get married, and now we're on to the married men. Now, Mike and Katie have been married for almost seven years. They have four children ranging from five months to five years old. Now, I gave them assignment. They each took their video camera and documented what really annoys them about each other. So ladies first. Katie, let's take a look at what triggers your angst about Mike. It is 8 o'clock. Do you think Daddy's still in bed? Look at that. Daddy's still in bed and Mommy's up with all the kids. Here we are in my husband's office and he'll take off his clothes and his socks and just leave them laying around in here. We are in my bathroom and one of the things that bugs me is I swear he waits until I clean the bathrooms and then he shaves and he gets all of his hairs on the counter. I have to honestly say housework is probably split up to 95-5, if even that. I do everything, the cooking, the cleaning, doesn't take out the garbage. He can clearly see that it is full, overflowing. He is also a slacker when it comes to his schoolwork. He'll tell me that he is coming back here to study. And is he studying? No. He'll be playing Nintendo games on the computer. He'll be looking at the sports pages. So Dr. Phil, as you can see, we do have our little issues. And I know if anybody can help us, it's you. Well, there's a flip side to this. So let's see what Mike has to say about his other half. Hey, Mike here. I think my wife gave you a little bit of a false sense of how things really are around here. The kitchen. We still got dinner last night on the stove. Dishes in the sink. Look at all this stuff on the counter. See these diapers? My wife can't seem to get them into the garbage can. See, this is what I come home to. And I'll bet you right back in there, yeah, we got some diapers. The living room, which happens to be our entryway. We can't have people come over because this is what they see. She has her way of doing things. I'll load the dishwasher and get it ready to run, but if she comes and looks at it and it's not done right, she will take out the dishes and rearrange it. I come home and the house is all a mess and she's been watching Dr. Phil. She records every episode and then she'll sit down and just watch it. And then nothing gets done in the house. 
Okay. Now, so do you six really want to get married? I mean, no. No. I mean, come on. You say there's no romance? Where would you romance? The house does not usually look like that, and he knows it. Well, the toy room, yes, it looks like that, because I'll clean it up, and five minutes later, it looks like that again, so I'm not going to waste my time cleaning it up when it's just going to do that again. Yeah, well, what about the diapers on the floor? That's so he'll take out the garbage, because he actually has to pick them up and put them in the trash, so okay. he knows when to empty it. Didn't you tell me it ain't working? <laughs> yeah, it's not working very well, but that's my intention. <laughs> then pick up the diapers. At least just for me, pick them up. <laughs> so, do y'all require enough of yourselves? I mean, really, did you get married and get lazy? And I don't mean lazy. You've got four kids. Let me tell you, there's nothing lazy about having four kids under five. There's six. So, don't write. I, I get that. Four kids, <laughs> constant. I get it. I get it. I get it. But my, my point is, in the relationship department... I mean, have y'all just pushed everything aside? I don't think so. I, every day I tell this woman that I love her. She is my queen. She is the most beautiful woman I've ever met, and I'm glad that she chose to be with me. You know, but, you know, I mean, I think, you know, you get married and things, things slow down and, you, you know, but I still love her. She's, yeah. she's amazing. Okay, how did he just do? I mean, that was kind of a card, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that was I mean, good. I mean, let's face it, the boy is on the Dr. Phil show. <laughs> no, that was good. And, and the name of the show is What's Wrong with Men? And he still came. That's like a huge card, right? <laughs> that is. Do you like get a babysitter and take her out to dinner? And I'm talking about someplace that you look down instead of up at the menu. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's hard to find a babysitter. See, four, I have a number kids. 12. Uh, all right, Mike says it's been five weeks, five weeks since they last had sex because Katie would rather spend her time napping. Well, I don't wonder. You don't do anything. When we come back, Katie will reveal what it will take to get her in the mood. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... If your nails can't grow past the breaking point, give them Nutrinail Growth Formula to help brittle nails grow past the breaking point. For beautiful nails, get Nutrinail Growth Formula. Travel consideration provided by... One big pants? I lost three times more weight. New Dexatrim Max Complex 7 blocks hunger and burns fat for 80% of your weight loss. Dexatrim. This is weight loss. like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Okay, while we're on the subject of what bugs us about the opposite sex. The toilet seat. They want us to leave it down. Well, we like that toilet seat up, don't we guys? We're men, we can lift that. Your big girls. Ooh, that was tough right there. You can put it down when we leave it up. 
So if Mike would just sing a song to Katie, buy some flowers without being told to do so, perhaps Katie would be more willing to skip her nap. Uh, we're talking today about what's wrong with men, but what we're learning is that it really goes both ways, right? I mean, what, what do you guys think? Is this why you don't want to get married? Scares the hell out of me. <laughs> is this what really keeps you on the move? Yes, absolutely. Because sure. were y'all like this on dates? Like what? <laughs> like, like the videotapes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, did you show up in some old sweats and did you uh, have her come over and you sat on the couch with an ice no, cream no, cone no, watching we... sports? Is, is, that how you, no. is that how you whisk her off her feet? I put my best front forward and so did she. Uh-huh. And then, dates. And then you got married and it's bait and switch. There you go. It's like, here I am, best foot forward. Now you get me home and get me unwrapped. And it's like... <clears throat> So why, why did you stop courting each other? The, the kids? <laughs> That's the only thing I can come up with, is it the kids? Okay, but see, here's the deal. And listen, I, I understand that you have four children. Yes. That is a big-time, full-time job. Yes. And you know, I, I read a study once that said stay-at-home moms work the equivalent of two full-time jobs out in, in the marketplace. Two full-time jobs. I, I believe that. I believe that. So you've got to help because what women have told me over the years is, is, is what they call sexy is if he does something to make their day go better. He cleans the house. He does the dishes. He does something that makes their day go better because they go, wow, what a gift he gave to me. And then maybe she has some energy to give some of that back. Put a little something into the romance. Side of things. Do you think about that? I think about it. I, I do that. I do that. I'll, I'll come home. She's had a rough day. I'll take the kids. She can go in the room and have her own time. And okay. I can, I'll clean. I'll get dinner going. Okay. I, then let me ask you this. The hell are you doing on the Dr. Phil show? <laughs> she told me it was a weight loss challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You may lose about 120 pounds here. <laughs> no, seriously. What, listen. And I've said this before, and I really, really mean this. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but I heard something. You said she wanted those four kids, and you referred to them as, I have four children. No, you don't have four children. The two of you have four children. At least that's two apiece. That would cut it in half. Okay? The biggest mistake you can make is when you start being moms and dads, you stop being friends and lovers. And somehow or another, you've got to build a fence around your relationship and, and really court one another. I mean, take one another out. Go do it. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It's hard to find a babysitter. It's worth finding a babysitter. It's worth going through the effort to do it so you two can have some fun. And let me tell you, she may nag, but she's not asking a lot. A birthday card? Go by the grocery store. Get some flowers. Wrap them up. Bring them home. Come on, sweep her off her feet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in, or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. 
You know, these relationships are kind of like gardens. If, if you put a garden out there and you don't tend it, pretty soon it just gets swallowed back up by the earth. But if you go out there and you tend it and you weed it and you water it, then it grows. Relationships are the same way. So, Joel, are you romantic? I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to thank my guests today. The single ladies, Carol Dean, Emily, and Shannon, and the single guys, Marcus, K.O., and Christopher. The married couple, Mike and Katie. And uh, really, thanks to Joel Stein for going out, braving the elements, and a line of women answering a tough question. <laughs> Log on to drphil.com for even more advice on how to understand the opposite sex. Thanks for being here. So long. these relationships are kind of like gardens. If, if you put a garden out there and you don't tend it, pretty soon it just gets swallowed back up by the earth. But if you go out there and you tend it and you weed it and you water it, then it grows. Relationships are the same way. So Joel, are you romantic? I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank my guests today. The single ladies, Carol Dean, Emily and Shannon, and the single guys, Marcus, K.O. and Christopher. The married couple, Mike and Katie. And uh, really, Thanks to Joel Stein for going out, braving the elements, and a line of women answering a tough question. <laughs> Log on to drphil.com for even more advice on how to understand the opposite sex. Thanks for being here. So long. <laughs>